Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, Lil. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. We all know about the atrocities that were committed by Hamas last October the 7th, which kicked off a vicious war as Israel defends herself from terrorists on every side. The toll on the Israeli people is staggering and massive. Hundreds of thousands of Israelis have been forced from their homes. Entire communities have been torn apart. Lives devastated by death and destruction. Well, the International Fellowship of Christians and Jews, they are right in the middle of it, all of this, every single day. They're distributing critical essentials for hundreds of thousands of suffering Jews. The need is great, and that's why I'm partnering with IFCJ right now. Every donation is urgently needed to help the people of Israel. To donate from your mobile phone, dial pound 250. When prompted, say the keyword support IFCJ. That's dial pound 250 from your mobile phone and say the keyword support IFCJ when prompted. Your gift will be matched to double the impact and help provide twice the support. Dial pound 250 and say the keyword support IFCJ. Thank you and God bless. Let me start by saying this. I think it's pretty clear now. We can all agree that the government institutions, the DOJ, the FBI, that we're supposed to trust have zero credibility after what we have learned from the whistleblowers this past week in the Hunter Biden, James Biden and Joe Biden, as well as the other nine Biden family members corruption scheme. That's what I can say. Number one. Number two. What we also know is that our government institutions lied to us after the Hunter Biden laptop story broke. They lied to us about its authenticity. They lied to us about censorship. They lied to us about meeting with big tech to censor the story. They lied to us on all of this. It's shocking. It's surreal. Now, you look at the censorship that we just learned about, about the censorship of the Hunter Biden laptop story three weeks before the 2020 presidential election. It's also very clear now that this story would have changed the election. And there's a very good chance that Donald Trump would be president of the United States of America right now if it wasn't for the deep state and our government institutions doing everything they could to cover up the crimes committed by the Biden crime family. There wasn't Russian collusion, but there was Democratic Party collusion, colluding with the media, colluding with big tech to tell you that a story that they knew that was real was a lie. They told you it was a lie, even though the entire time they knew it was real. They knew the laptop was real. They knew the information in the laptop was real. They knew that the government had it, and they knew that the government should have covered it up, that the government was covering it up. They knew that the government was not investigating that source and the crimes of the Biden crime family. They knew the entire time that it was real. And what did they do? They lied to you to alter and change the outcome of an election. 
Should you have faith in the top levels of the FBI? No. Should you have faith in the top levels of the DOJ? No. Should you have faith in our institutions of our government right now? The answer is no. You should not. Not because we're paranoid any longer. Not because we are, uh, you know, conspiracy theorists. You should not trust the government of the United States of America now and our institutions because they lie to you about everything. That is the problem. That's number one. Number two, we also know about how coordinated the effort was to cover it all up. I want you to listen to this from Fox News Channel with Maria Bartiroma, just about how bad the cover-up actually was, and the cover-up was absolutely terrible. Take a listen. I'm sitting here with my father. I will make certain that between the man sitting next to me and every person he knows and my ability to forever hold a grudge, that you will regret not following my direction. I am sitting here waiting for the call with my father. Sounds like a shakedown, doesn't it, Director? I'm not going to get into commenting on that. You, you, you seem deeply uncurious about it, don't you? Almost suspiciously uncurious. Are you protecting the Bidens? Absolutely not. And that was Florida Republican Congressman Matt Gates asking FBI Director Christopher Wray directly if the FBI is covering up for the Biden family's alleged influence peddling and crimes. This as we are learning that the very same day that the New York Post broke the story on the existence of the Biden laptop, just weeks before the 2020 election, a senior FBI official told Twitter that the laptop was in fact authentic. But that information was never divulged to the public. Instead, President Biden and 51 former intelligence officials claimed emails from the laptop were Russian disinformation, while Twitter banned the article and locked out the New York Post's account right before the election. Joining us right now with more is the reporter who broke the Hunter Biden laptop story, Breitbart politics editor Emma Jo Mars. And also joining us is Kimberly Strassel, columnist with The Wall Street Journal. She is also out with a new book. The Biden malaise, how America bounces back from Joe Biden's dismal repeat of the Jimmy Carter years. Ladies, it's great to have you both here. Great to be here. Thank you so much for joining us. And Emma, tell us about that testimony. You testified in front of this committee last week, walking through how the intelligence community censored you. That had to be incredibly tough for you. Yeah, it's uh, it was quite surreal. You know, this has been my life over the last three years. And sometimes I forget about how scandalous it is it's just scandalous and then you get in front of a crowd that may be new to the story or maybe new to you especially after such aspersion has been cast on me in my reporting and uh, you just tell the story exactly how it is and exactly how you know it to be true and you do know it to be true and um, and the feedback from it has just been incredible it's been incredible people know what happened the american people are very wise and they know what happened and what i've been hearing from them has just been gratitude for finally saying what everybody has been thinking which is we know what happened and this is what it is that's right gratitude is a good word yeah i mean i i hear that from viewers as well kim you wrote just last week the shame of christopher ray's uh, fbi i mean this is this is not the first time we've seen this it keeps happening and there's no accountability for it right well there's the russia collusion story there's recently the decision that they made that they were going to once again despite everything that they had learned about the problems of running investigations out 
of headquarters. They did it again with the Trump classified document story. There's this aspect of it, which is uh, the censorship and the suppression going back to the last election. And then, you know, we also have to talk about the culpability because it isn't just the FBI. It's the kind of collusion between them and other entities, in this case, Twitter, Facebook, and all the people that served to censor what was the news at that time. Yeah, and, and the news before that was Russia collusion, where there was also <laughs> this network of agencies that were pushing it, FBI with their FISA warrants trying to take down Trump officials, the CIA with all of their human sources all around the world. W tell, tell me more about that, Emma, and what you're doing about this. Are you being heard? I mean, Kim is being heard, I think, a lot with her writing uh, in the Wall Street Journal. Or do you feel you're being heard? Well, so yes, absolutely. You know, there was something that was really striking to me about the reaction to that testimony, which was, I think the reason why it went so viral and why people had such a strong reaction to it is there was a moment where I was reading that political headline of the 51 former intelligence officials say that this is Russian disinformation and I kind of burst it out laughing because it's just so preposterous. It's so ridiculous. It's beyond parody. It's absolutely beyond parody and we all know it. And there's this thing that we have to, I guess, pretend to take that claim seriously. But um, I think that the reason why people so resonated with that is because our institutions have zero credibility, like zero credibility. And yet everybody in Washington and in New York um, and in the establishment walks around pretending that these are serious people. And I just couldn't do that. Mm. And I think that that was what was so powerful about that testimony. And it wasn't necessarily recalling the story, although it's an important story and I think the people enjoyed that. But really it was saying, okay, I can't play along with this. Mm. I can't play along with this. These people are a joke. These people are a joke. She's right, by the way. Now, the big question is, how many times have they lied to you? And what do they cover up? And what does that list look like? I've got that list for you. I've got the entire list of the, from beginning until now. Now, this is five, six, seven years ago that we're going to go over so that you can actually hear it. Uh, it is a shocking list of everything that they have lied about. Okay, they've lied about a hell of a lot now. They've lied and consistently lied about it over and over and over and over and over again. Before I get into that, look, you did the tough thing during COVID. You paid your people and pulled your business through the pandemic. And now doing the tough thing could qualify you for a $26,000 per employee at covidtaxrelief.org. Government funds are available to reward companies with two or more employees who stayed open during COVID. This is not a loan, and you don't have to pay it back. Look, this program is complicated, but nobody knows more about it than the CPAs and tax experts at Consumer Tax Advocates. The best part is you pay nothing up front. They do all the work, and then they share a percentage of cash that you get. Businesses of all types, including nonprofits and churches, can qualify, including those who took PPP loans, even if you had increases in sales. You did the tough thing for your employees during COVID. Let COVIDtaxrelief.org help get you up to $26,000 per employee. Visit COVIDtaxrelief.org. That's COVIDtaxrelief.org. COVIDtaxrelief.org. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? 
Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. You look at this entire thing as it's unfolded of the Biden crime family. And you understand from the very beginning, the fix has been in. From the very beginning, Democrats understood what they were trying to accomplish. The media understood what they were trying to accomplish. It was to cover up something they knew was so damning that it would cost them the election for sure. So they had to cover it up. They had to silence it. And then they had to say you were conspiracy theory. And then they had to try to get you kicked off of social media if you even mentioned it. Remember, your accounts could be shut down if you mentioned the Hunter Biden laptop. If you copied any of the Hunter Biden laptop, any of the text, and put it onto your social media, they would shut down your account. They would silence you. That's how important it was for them to make sure that you could never get the truth out there. Because they knew it was true, full information. They just knew they had to figure out how to cover it up at all costs. Now, you go back and you look at this. Just look at what some of the whistleblowers were saying here. As part of the criminal investigation into Hunter Biden, there were multiple witnesses who have been interviewed. And they have said, including the IRS Supervisory Special Agent Gary Shapley and the former FBI Supervisory Special Agent, they were assigned to interview Hunter Biden. They have said that they learned that the FBI headquarters had notified the Secret Service headquarters about a planned interview they had with Hunter Biden. Additionally, they learned the Biden administration team was then notified about the planned interview with Hunter Biden. This was not the original plan, by the way, by the IRS career agents, which infuriated, which were infuriated, I should say, and frustrated that their investigation efforts were basically used against them to tip off their subject, who happened to be Hunter Biden, of them coming to talk to them. Then on December the 8th, they said, 2020, Shapley and the FBI supervisory agents were notified they would not be allowed to approach Hunter Biden's house after they'd planned to do it. Why? Because he was Joe Biden's son. Instead, they would have to wait near his residence until Hunter Biden contacted them. Guess what happened? They never contacted them. The former FBI supervisory special agent told the committee this week that investigators that he had never been that he had never been told to wait outside to be contacted by the subject of an investigation. This was the first time his entire career this had happened. And why did it happen? Because the Biden crime family and the deep state said, this is what we're going to do. We're going to make sure you can't get to them. You can't talk to them. You're not allowed to go over there. You're not allowed to knock on the door. You're not allowed to do anything. This came from the highest levels of our government. As a result of this, these actions, IRS whistleblower and FBI agents said that the special agent and Shapley never interviewed Hunter Biden. They were blocked from doing their job after they tipped them off. Now, we know that this is not normal. So why did it happen? Why was it allowed to happen? Because the Biden crime family is totally in charge here. The other thing that's crazy here is Democratic Representative Crockett said the DOJ, quote, went after Trump's friends so they don't go soft on Hunter. 
That's what they're spending this on MSNBC. On Saturday's broadcast of MSNBC's Saturday show, this representative, Jasmine Crockett, a Democrat from Texas, said that neither of the IRS whistleblowers have proved evidence, provided evidence, excuse me, The President Joe Biden or the Attorney General Garland interfered in the Hunter Biden probe. Quote, and if Trump's administration can go after and convict his own friends, I'm sure if they had enough evidence to really bring these felony cases against Hunter Biden, I'm sure they would have done it. That's not the case. But again, this is the media lying. Now, could the media media have stopped her and said, hey, that's not true? Of course they could have, but they didn't. They let her put that propaganda out there. Then you have IRS whistleblower Ziegler, who said, I never saw the 1023 form. On Joe Biden, never saw it on Burisma. And that could have been, quote, crucial. All right, now, before I play this, every day there are two different economies that are growing bigger and bigger. One of them is powered by everyday Americans who are sick and tired of all the woke propaganda being jammed into every product that we're consuming. Well, big mobile companies are no different. For years, they've been dumping millions and millions into leftist causes, including Planned Parenthood. And you had to have a cell phone, and that's the reason why you paid that bill, because you didn't have an alternative. Well, guess what? Now there's an alternative, Patriot Mobile. They are America's only Christian conservative wireless provider, and they use your money to fight back. They offer you dependable nationwide coverage on all three major networks, so you get the best possible service in your area without the woke politics. Now, when you switch to Patriot Mobile, you are sending a loud message that you support free speech, religious freedom, the sanctity of life, the Second Amendment, and our military veterans and first responder heroes. They have a 100% U.S.-based customer service team as well, so they make switching easy. You get to keep your phone, keep your phone number two. Just go to PatriotMobile.com slash Ferguson or call them 878-PATRIOT. Get free activation today with the offer code Ferguson. Ask about their coverage guarantees while you're there. Get the same dependable service that you want and take a stand for the values that you demand. PatriotMobile.com slash Ferguson or 878-PATRIOT. I want you to hear what he had to say on Fox. Listen carefully. Two IRS whistleblowers testified to Congress about the Hunter Biden scandal. Tonight, we talk with IRS Special Agent Joseph Ziegler, who until Wednesday had been known only as Mr. X. But Joseph Ziegler, welcome to Special Report. Thank you so much for having me. I want to start by playing something that you said at the hearing as you testified and revealed yourself on Wednesday. I was raised and have always strived to do what is right. Although I do have my supporters, others have said that I am a traitor to the Democratic Party and that I am causing more division in our society. I implore you to consider that if you were in my position with the facts as I have stated them, ask yourself if you would be doing the exact same thing. When did you have that moment? Was there an event? Was there a moment or an occurrence where you said, I have to say something about what I'm seeing? Yeah, so um, the, the ultimate reason why I came public was there were a lot of things that I saw that were, were improper, not following proper procedures, and I thought it was my my duty to come forward and i thought when 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 we were invited to come and testify in front of the congressional committee um i i I didn't want to leave my supervisor gary there alone and i thought it was important that for my credibility that people hear it straight from me 
What was the calculation like for you? Because um, your loved ones, your family, people are drawn into this. I mean, you are risking professional retaliation, uh, you know, great career risk for you. Yeah, so it, it took, I had to have that conversation with my husband. I had to have it with, with friends of mine. Uh, back this past December, my, our personal information got, got leaked on Twitter. Um, information related to my husband. Uh, it was pretty awful to go through that at that time. And having navigated that, we knew kind of what we were up against. And at the end of the day, like the reason I'm come or I came forward and the reason why um, we're getting this information out there is that we have to treat taxpayers the same. It's that it's it's all about following the evidence and and making sure that justice is is served. And I know that you have testified, as has Mr. Shapley, about a number of times you felt like that wasn't happening. First of all, tell us who was Leslie Wolf? What role did she have in overseeing what you could pursue, what you couldn't pursue, and and where did you feel like maybe you guys were not on the same page? So Leslie Wolf was one of the four assigned. So she was an uh, an assistant U.S. attorney for the District of Delaware. Um, she was one of the uh, one of the attorneys assigned to the investigation. And uh, your, the the second part of your question: What when was the first time that um, that we weren't really that, that our first really big disagreement would have been related to the storage unit, uh, the search warrant related to the storage unit? When she told, or when I found out that she told defense counsel that we, we, we knew about the storage unit and that the records request included that, I just knew that we weren't, it, it just, it was kind of like a shot to the gut and that we weren't, we weren't, we didn't have a seat at the table. And that really, really was a defining moment for me that, that said that things aren't going, uh, aren't following the proper procedure that we would normally follow. Yeah, and what you're referring to there is a storage unit by Hunter Biden. You guys wanted a warrant to go look at that. You wanted to be able to pursue that WhatsApp message in which Hunter Biden allegedly is saying, I've got my dad sitting here. You've made a commitment to us pressuring a Chinese businessman allegedly to pay them some money. You wanted to be able to uh, question Hunter Biden's adult children and other people you thought might be relevant to the case. But you've testified, as has Mr. Shapley, that you were told no. There were certain things you could not pursue. Yeah, when you work in an investigation, you want to or you you have to follow the evidence. It's a matter of if there's evidence laid out before you and there's potential tax crimes that exist, you should be able to follow the evidence. We should be able to uh, interview witnesses. We should be able to do all the proper procedures. I understand that this was a politically sensitive case, but at the end of the day, it was a matter of no, you can't do that. Let's think about it. No, you can't do that. Let's think about it. This is the whistleblower telling you this. Hey there, it's Ryan Seacrest for Safeway. Now that spring is here, it's time to focus on self-care and revitalize your personal care routine. Now through March 26, head in store, shop for all your favorite personal care essentials and earn four times rewards points. Shop for items like Crest toothpaste, secret deodorant, Old Spice Deodorant, or Gillette Razors. Offer expires March 26. Restrictions apply. Promotions may vary. Visit Safeway.com for more details.
Hi, I'm Ben Ferguson. Inflation is heavily eroding your purchasing power, putting your savings, your retirement accounts, and future legacy at risk. With more taxes, the continuous threat of war, a national debt exceeding $34 trillion, and the push for central bank digital currencies, our financial freedom is at stake. So if you have $50,000 or more in retirement savings, you may be at risk. In times of economic uncertainty, securing your family's financial future is essential. Freedom Gold USA is here to empower you. You can act now by calling them 1-800-655-8843. And you can find out more by visiting them at freedomgoldusa.com slash Ben. Why should you go there? Because the team at Freedom Gold USA is ready to help you preserve your wealth and provide stability in these uncertain times. Learn how to add gold and silver to your IRA or have it shipped to your home. You can safeguard your wealth with physical gold and silver and take control of your financial future today. Now, here's the best part. When you call them, you may qualify for up to $10,000 in free silver. That's right. Call 1-800-655-8843 or visit freedomgoldusa.com slash Ben to see if you qualify for up to $10,000 in free silver. That's freedomgoldusa.com slash Ben. I want you to hear Joseph Ziegler, the IRS whistleblower, more of his interview that he did after testifying before Congress on Fox News Channel special report. I want you to hear Shannon Beam asking him about everything that he had to go through, all the hoops that he had to jump through. Listen carefully. I understand that this was a politically sensitive case, but at the end of the day, it was a matter of no, you can't do that. Let's think about it. And, and, and at the end of the day, we, we weren't following all the evidence that we should have. So prosecutors, obviously, and attorneys assigned to this case are going to make decisions about what they think is relevant evidence, whether it's worthwhile. Um, you know, several of the Democrats on the committee said these are just the kind of dust ups that investigators and prosecutors have. You're not always going to be on the same page. Is that accurate? So when it always works out in the favor of the target, in this case, Hunter Biden, it just compiles on top of each other time after time. And to that note, I just want to say that in August of 2022, all four assigned prosecutors agreed to recommend prosecution of felony and misdemeanor charges. And I know one of the things that's being brought up, and I've seen this being brought up, is that a lot of times cases like these, they'll, they'll refer to civil. It'll go and, and, and civil will deal with this. Let me be clear on that. Criminal investigations, when you work a criminal case, there's a thing called willfulness, whether someone intentionally, with knowledge, either evaded their income taxes or filed a false return. And that's what one thing that sets us apart from a civil case. And in this case, we provided a ton of evidence that showed willfulness. You've talked about that August phone call or a meeting where everyone on the team or a lot of people on the team, prosecutors and investigators alike, you thought you were on the same page about some of these charging things that were going to move forward. At what point did you realize you weren't actively on this investigation anymore or there was a plea deal coming together or something that didn't line up with what you thought had been agreed to? Yeah, so I guess that would go back to uh, the, the phone conversations that I had in December of 2022. When the D.C. U.S. Attorney's Office, the President Biden appointed D.C. U.S. Attorney, said no to the 2014 and 2015 tax year charges. So when, when you hear that come out, uh, it, it was frustrating. We reinvestigated those tax years. We figured it out. 
it was it was kind of comical in 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 the team. So with the FBI investigators we were working with and us within the IRS, we were trying to figure out how do we get an independent attorney with authority assigned to this investigation. And it was like no one knew what to do to bring that issue up. And it, and and that that's frustrating at the end of the day. And like we said in our testimony, that was probably one of the first times where we knew there was some some sort of uh, influence that was coming coming into the well, investigation. The attorney general and U.S. attorney David Weiss have both said he's always had the authority he needed to charge whatever he thought was necessary, wherever he thought he needed to pursue it. What was your understanding of the authority that Mr. Weiss communicated to your team that he did or did not have? So I guess I would go back to his most recent letter. So he stated in that letter that his authority is restricted to the district that he is in. So his district is the District of Delaware. And if he needs to go outside that district, he needs to ask those President Biden appointed U.S. attorneys to partner with him. And if they say no, then he can go back and ask for this special attorney authority. And he was assured he would be given this. All, I'm, all I saw in that letter was a verbal assurance. Where is, the, where is the actual memo or notice that says, here is your special attorney authority. You should have no issues bringing charges where you see them. So you were told, your understanding is he did try to bring charges in places like D.C. and was told no by the U.S. attorney that would be in charge of that district. So all I know is in the district of D.C., they, uh, the U.S. attorney, so the way that I recall, and this is from conversations that I would have had with the assigned attorneys, is it went to the line attorneys that were, that were in the D.C. U.S. attorney's office. So that would have been the career employees. They got it. They said, here's how we're going to help you out. Here's what we're going to do to bring this case here in the District of D.C. Then I get a phone call a couple days later that says, hey, they're not going to bring it. They don't want to partner with us. They're not going to help us. And they also say that, no, you shouldn't bring this case in our, in our district. Okay. Now, I, let me ask you, too, this new document that's re been released, not new, it's newly released, uh, this FD-1023 that Senator Grassley has put out that has various allegations involving the Bidens, and uh, they're unverified. This is one source who said it, uh, involving payments to uh, a Burisma official, payments from that official to them from Ukraine. Did that document ever become part of your investigation? Did that come across your desk? So I provided an, an additional document to the House Ways and Means Committee, which they released, which which um, that, that, that testimony that I had in there said that I had never seen that document mm -hmm. before. So I had never seen that 1023. And the reason why that 1023 might have been important is that can further validate some other evidence that we are trying to prove in the case. And that's why all information is necessary for especially the lead IRS case agent to have. So from this point, a uh, couple of questions. In the wake of your... Um, testimony. Are you surprised there wasn't more in-depth media coverage of what you testified to on Wednesday? And what's been the reaction like for folks now that you've gone public? Um, as you said at the hearing, it, you know, in contrast to what a lot of people that you align with politically don't want you to be doing. At the end of the day, I, I think it's my duty, my sworn duty as a federal law enforcement officer that I come forward and I tell the truth. I come forward, I've presented evidence, there's a process that we're given in becoming a whistleblower. I think that's the most important thing. And, and, and look at everything we've presented 
to Congress, to the House Ways and Means Committee, none of it's been refuted. None of what we have presented has been refuted so far that I've seen. Okay, and one quick last question. You, you referenced the David Weiss letter. I believe that was July 10th of this year. He said in that that he couldn't speak to the 20, 1023 form because there was an ongoing investigation. Do you know if there's still an investigation going on involving Hunter Biden? So I, I was removed from that team May 15th, 2023. Uh, I have no idea what's going on as far as that investigation goes. Um, I have stated multiple times that I don't want to see other agents, FBI, IRS, go through the same thing we went through. If there is uh, uh, other charges that are venued outside the District of Delaware, David Weiss is going to run into the same problem again and again. And that's why we need to have uh, uh, an independent attorney assigned who has authority, who can go in there, bring the proper charges so that there can be some faith restored in our justice system this this whistleblower it's incredible what jo joseph ziegler has had to say here and if you go back to his testimony and, and you look at all of this that has happened here you understand it now very clearly you have an entire government that decided to go against everything that could possibly happen uh to hold these people accountable for their crimes they just said, we're not going to do it. They made it clear that their job was to cover it up and to protect the Biden crime family at all costs, no matter what. They decided that the Biden crime family was too big to fail and that they were going to protect them so they could keep their jobs. Many of these people just wanted to make sure that their careers were not stopped. And they needed the hardcore Democrats, the socialists, the communists to be in charge so they could keep their corruption alive. That's what this really boils down to. It's that level of corruption. Now, there's also one other part in here that I think is important that we bring up. Uh, and, and it's the fact that these whistleblowers now have, as I said earlier, and I'm going to say it again because it's important to understand this, they've risked it all. They've risked it all to make sure that they can tell their story about just how bad and just how corrupt everything is. They've risked their livelihoods. They've risked their futures. They've risked being ostracized. I mean, th think about how bad they must believe this entire situation is for them to risk everything that they've just risked. Think about how brutal, how, how horrible all this must be for them if this is the outcome that they believe that they, that they need, right? That they, this is their only thing they have left that they need to do. This is the only thing that they can do, right? This is the only thing that they're able to do now. When you, when you talk about it from that perspective... And you realize now that this is the Biden crime family in a nutshell. None of what they could do selling out the United States of America could happen without others helping them do it. It's not just their family now. It's the Secretary of State. It's the FBI director. It's the IRS. It's members of Congress. Without them, they couldn't do this. They couldn't pull it off, folks. With, without them, 
they would be, I would argue, in jail right now. They would be in prison right now. But there are too many people that are involved here that said, hey, we've got careers too. We have big careers that we have to protect, and that means we have to protect the Biden crime family because if we don't protect them, we know what happens to us, right? If we don't protect them, we know what's next. Hey there, it's Ryan Seacrest for Safeway. Head in store and shop for all your favorite personal care essentials to earn four times rewards points. Shop for products from Olay, Always, Gillette, Vicks, and Crest. Plus, check out new items like Mr. Clean Magic Eraser Ultra Thick Multi-Surface Cleaner. No more sponges or other cleaning products needed. And Head & Shoulders Bare Soothing Hydration Shampoo, a new kind of anti-dandruff shampoo with only nine ingredients. Offer expires March 26. Restrictions apply. Promotions may vary. Visit Safeway.com for more details an official message from medicare a new law is helping me save more money on prescription drug costs maybe you can save too with medicare's extra help program my premium is zero and my out-of-pocket costs are low who should apply single people making less than twenty-three thousand dollars a year or married couples who make less than thirty-one thousand dollars a year even if you don't think you qualify it pays to find out go to ssa.gov extra help Paid for by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services.